Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. Our goal is to create a safe space for conversation, like like talking talking to your your best friends. Friends that have your back, that are encouraging, and that challenge you to not only improve your life, but yourself. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. I'm Madison. I'm Priscilla. And we are so happy to have you, to have you here um, for our podcast today. I don't really know, Priscilla, what direction are we going to go with this? I think Outlander recap, since we've yeah. seen both episodes, oh, yes. first and second. Um, spoiler alert for those of you who have not watched Outlander in general, or those of you who have not yet watched the sixth season, or... Mm-hmm. Maybe you're behind. Uh, there's a lot that this series talks about and kind of goes through within each season. So there will probably be things that Priscilla and I say that will definitely be heavy spoilers for you. I just want to say probably at this point, in order to be able to talk about it freely, um, if you haven't watched it, you should go watch it because we yeah. are not a spoiler-free zone. There is <laughs> yeah. a spoiler. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, I guess maybe it would be a good idea to just kind of like talk about like mm-hmm. the anticipation for the first episode, how the first episode, oh um, how did the first episode for you like line up with what you were expecting? Okay. So for starters, if you have listened to any of our prior, um, Outlander conversations, which we have had before. Uh, you will know that Priscilla and I are huge, huge Outlander fans. I started my Outlander journey last year, probably around this time. Priscilla, I think you were earlier than me. Yeah, maybe like a year or two earlier. So like, yep. I think at least three seasons, potentially four seasons, but definitely okay. we were out before I started watching. Yes. So I um, got into Outlander like a year ago. And when I say it has truly changed my life, it has truly changed my life. Um, I didn't realize how into history I would be ever, uh, but I think it has definitely opened up my love for history, historical fiction, um, that realm of things. But uh, I was beyond excited for season six of Outlander. I binged the first five seasons probably within, I want to say like a month, if not a month and a half. It was super like, that was all I did was watch Outlander. <laughs> and then once I went through the whole, five, the first five seasons, um, which those of you that have watched Outlander, you know that the seasons are not short. They are very long and each episode is fairly lengthy. Um, but I binged the first five seasons. And then once I got through all of them, I would go back and obsessively rewatch my favorite scenes, favorite episodes. Uh, I read all the books, bought all the books. Um, you read all the books? I have. I'm up. I haven't actually shouldn't say that. I haven't read book nine, which just got released in November. But I've oh gosh, I've caught wow. myself up. Um, books are fantastic, by the way. Highly recommend. Um, but yeah, it was. It, I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it beyond words. Jordan has gotten into it. He's definitely not as obsessed with it as I am, but he 
loves the series. Um, so the point I'm trying to make is the fact that I was watching it getting released in real time, like there was something so magical about that for me that I am like now fully invested and I am watching it in real time when it comes out every single week. Same with Jordan. Um, so I was beyond excited. I've been so patient, uh, for the sixth season, um, like a month ago, once the countdown was really on, I was like over the moon beyond excited. Um, first episode was definitely, I mean, I feel like there was a lot of things in the first episode of season six that needed to happen. It wasn't maybe super eventful, but I think there were things in there that had to be shown that would kind of show you the trajectory of where this season was headed. So I would agree with that statement. Um, I've watched it. I've rewatched it like three times already, but that's also just me. So what were your thoughts? Were you super like, yeah, I, I think Outlander stars has done like a really good job and like their Instagram and stuff, like sharing things that yeah, like really excited for it. Um, I definitely had it like really hyped up in my head. Um, so for me, episode one was a little bit, I don't want to say a letdown because I've heard that it's, yeah, it definitely wasn't like, (gasps) it was exactly what you said in your statement of, um, they were putting a lot of pieces there that needed to be to build the season. So it didn't leave me with like this excitement or even like this dramatic cliffhanger. Like, I guess that's the part that I was really prepared for. Like just this, like just really to be hyped up in the first episode of season six. And it it was just like building blocks, like, Oh, we're going back in time and we're going to see James. That's that's the perfect way to describe it. It was building blocks for, I think Mm -hmm. the season in general. Yeah. Um, and the Christie's, um, which was like a big building block for that. Super sass about Tom Christie. What? Super sass. Actually, when we talk about uh, episode two, I have a thing that I think is going to play out this season. Oh, okay. I'm interested. Um, what do you think is going to play out? So I feel like, okay. Episode two, you kind of really start to um, get a little bit more of a feel for Malva Christie, who would be Tom Christie's son. Um, the scene where he comes to their, uh, I want to say like a campsite. Wait, Malva is, isn't that, wait, what's the son's name again? I don't know what the son's name is, but the daughter the daughter is Mava, and then the son is something, and then is the dad Tom? Tom, yes. Okay. Part of me wants to say Alan, um, but I could be wrong. Well, Alan, maybe that may be right, Alan. Um, I'm gonna snoop. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, okay, go on. What is your theory about? Um, so I feel like in, in episode two, they really kind of bring Malva more into the picture. 
Um, and there are some things that kind of happen where you kind of get a feel for who Tom is, not even just as a person, but as a father to his kids. Like I felt like in episode one, they were really kind of, um, leaving hints that he may not have been the most caring father. Like they said, he makes a comment in episode one, something about what happened to their mother. And, Oh, that was, and I feel like the mother may be similar to Claire. I think maybe the mother was a healer. And if you're in the Outlander trajectory, just like Priscilla and I are, um, you'll know that Tom Christie is a, uh, as a Presbyterian. Is that what he is? I think he's a Protestant. 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 Um, There's a divide back then between the Catholics and the Protestants. So Tom is a Protestant and he, uh, I'm going to assume Priscilla that his wife was like Claire in the sense that she maybe was a healer. She did, those kind of things and maybe he thought that she was practicing witchcraft and he either killed her off or maybe she was in a witch trial or something because something happens to the mother of these children and then in episode two when he goes and talks to Melva when they're Melva's back at their like little site or whatever while they're building their cabins he goes in there and asks her something about the milk and she didn't um, go and refill the milk truck up. Do you know what I'm referencing? I know exactly. I just watched And, and he um, makes a comment to her that he's spending too much time with Claire and you know what happened with the mom and he tries to beat her. Um, and so that is my inference. I feel like Tom Christie is going to accuse Claire I, I he's already been 100%. doing it but like I truly feel like that's kind of how this negative vibe with them is going to take way because I could see him really push the narrative that Claire's practicing witchcraft he's so against that that's the devil's work da, 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 da. and he's gonna do something to try and not even kind of push that too yeah um and like maybe their mother even did practice witchcraft but that's not what claire's doing no no and so like i don't know and like the fact that he accused the daughter of basically being just like the mother you know Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. very that was interesting he's strange this man i i get bad vibes Okay, also, how do we feel about Jamie allowing him on the ridge? I really feel like it's going to backfire for him. I know, kind of, I know that technically, like, Roger was the one that basically, like, accepted him and let him in. But Jamie still could have said no. You know, I think he's still, especially since he's, like, Tom Christie is still very much making negative comments towards Jamie even with him living on Jamie's land so yeah I mean I understand that they were like um what did they they were like Freemasons or whatever when they were in prison and then that so like um Jamie kind of wants to keep it like religiously neutral yeah Um, but of course like Jamie wasn't thrilled when Brie got um married in a Mm non-Catholic wedding yeah you know 
Um, so of course, Jamie's not like 100% religiously neutral, but, um, where am I trying to go with this? <laughs> There's so I much. You know, like given their colored past, Jamie should have been like, yeah, no, this is not the guy for me. Like I can find other settlers for my land. I agree. And so because like, this is really going to backfire for him. I truly feel like it will. Yeah. I also feel, I also feel like this church that they're building may be a big symbol, kind of like a foreshadowing event. Like they're building this church. I feel like something's going to happen in this church. I just get this vibe that something is going to happen in this church. And yeah. I have, I'm like envisioning it being burnt down. Now I could so, be yes, yes. something of that, but that's like the vibe that I have. Um, and the fact that they tried to like, um, say Claire couldn't go to the church. Again, again, girl. Right there. Like, they've already basically, like, accused her and tried to outcast. On, well, like, on her own land. On their own land. And you're going to tell people what they can and cannot do on their own land. Tom Christie. No, yeah. no, no, Tom Christie. I don't know. I just, I really feel like that that narrative of them pursuing... Claire being a witch is going to be pretty heavy. And then on top of it all, you have, you know, yeah, no, American Tom, Revolution. Tom Christie is... Um, the Browns. Yeah, you have the Browns too, um, which is just like a looming thread in the background. And then you have the Indians, which are like... Yeah, then there's that big... Unfortunately. Looming. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the... Christie's I feel like there's like a cult mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it's his own cult that he's created um like it's not it's and maybe this is like nuanced but it's beyond being Protestant it's mm -hmm, beyond it's I'm actually like genuinely surprised that like Roger is invited into the preaching and he's not doing the preaching himself I agree like, I'm genuinely surprised by that. I agree. I totally agree. Because in every other way, he is portraying himself as, like, the leader and, like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that scene with Malva, where he was going to, like, whip his daughter, was, like, so triggering. Oh, I, I was thinking, actually, of you. Yeah. I was like, this is very, hard. very triggering. The accusing of, like, being like her parent and then he was like so upset about it and then also I just how old do you think Malva is I'm trying to figure this out too um because I feel like they're playing that the son is also maybe younger than what he looks I want to say Malva's do we think Malva's older than him like she could be the oldest I don't know yeah. I like my guess would be like 17 okay 16, 15, 16 i just feel that she's too adult to be getting a whipping like that's probably what was like the most triggering for me yeah like there's yeah. All, also all the other behaviors but like just like really uncalled for um i'm also oh sorry keep going i was also going to say like her um smirk 
when he couldn't whip her. Yes, that was, yes. Okay, what do you think that, like, was she just smirking because she knew he couldn't do it? Yeah, I mean, personally, from, like, my own experience with, like, trauma and, like, abusive um, parenting, like, there's a certain, like, um, there's a level of irony, like, that, like, they could think that you're being wicked with, mm-hmm. but there's a level of irony in seeing them trying to, like, accomplish justice in their mm-hmm. own hands, and I can't think of, like, a specific time, but I immediately knew, like, the feeling that she was, like, oh, you're trying to, like, do something to me, and you can't do it, like, something yeah. external is getting in the yeah. way, because yeah. you're powerless, but then they're also powerless to something else beyond their control that's yeah. stopping them from um and so I think she I mean I see how he he was thinking it was like an evil smirk but like I was just like ooh, that's just sweet irony and justice like I can 100% understand why she is smirking she is like yeah um absolutely yeah so how do you feel about the son Mala's brother um, I think he is a loose cannon in the respect that he is probably, I think we might have a little delay. Are we better? Okay. Yep. Um, I think he is, I don't want to say for sure that he's going to be worse than the father. Um, but in the interaction where Malva wanted to like go, um, with Claire to like um, help with the birth mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. kind of like learn about some of that stuff. Like he made um, hints to his father's beliefs and that like, he basically ac- almost ac- accused Claire of being a witch. Mm-hmm. And I think he won't have a shared respect. And it's hard to even use the word respect in terms of his dad towards Jamie but he will have none of that shared history that his dad has with Jamie. So there won't be any level of that. So if he gets an idea in his head, I think he could be even more dangerous than his dad. I agree. I Um, agree. And just based on him stealing the whatever from the Browns, whatever that was, the. Yeah. What was that? The the gunpowder. It was the gunpowder. Yeah. Like the gun horn. Yeah. Yeah. He's very suspicious to me, too. So I. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's just like a whole thing. Let's talk. Um, Fergus for a second. Oh, yes. Um, wow. I feel for him in the sense, like, I understand why he is drinking. I get where he feels like he maybe has failed Marsley in some form by not protecting her from the Browns. Um, and also, I, I, I feel like he holds guilt in that sense that he maybe could have changed what happened, which I really don't think he could have, but um yeah that that man 
Yeah. Um, first episode, it was definitely very like out of the blue. Like when we talk about like building blocks, it was like, why is he drinking? Oh my gosh. Like this is just mm-hmm, 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 uncalled mm-hmm. for. This doesn't really make sense. And then you can understand. Yeah. Yeah. So then the second episode, they tied it in a little bit better. Marcelie kind of gives her explanation from her living with him. Um, I also, um, assuming that it's true and that she's not covering for him, um, Marcelie's own admission of her temper. Yeah. Um, like that was, that was good. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, I guess when it comes to Fergus, then also Jamie like was like, well, you have to kind of understand. And I was like, okay, fine. Because you said it, Jamie, I'll understand. I, I'll understand for you, Jamie. I'll understand for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you, see, you would feel guilty and Fergus is feeling guilty, fine. I guess allow, Fergus is allowed to feel guilty. I'll understand. I'll understand. Yeah. Um, but... Um, it really was just the whole situation was very irritating and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not, I know it's not quite done because of the birth mm-hmm. of their child. Um, mm-hmm. But Roger, at least yelling at him. Yes. I thought I that mean, was, that was well done, but again, oh. they're making Roger the hero. <laughs> I don't Roger. But, um, I think that that was good, like, like other men holding you accountable and like telling you get it together kind of a situation. Like, mm-hmm. um, we need that whether we're male or female. But um, I liked that. Um, the Fergus and Marcely birthday oh. situation oh. was. <laughs> Hold on one second. Nova, all yeah. done. Uh, yeah, the Fergus and Marcy birthing situation was, pl- I was not actually <laughs> prepared for that. Um, no, neither was I. Yeah, that was, at first I couldn't understand, I mean, I read the book, so I kind of have some insight, but sometimes things are different. But when he first, when Fergus first held their child, Oh, okay. Hold on. Pre before pre having the baby. Um, <laughs> forgot. How could I forget? Um, yes, they had their little moment. Yeah. Jordan and I were sitting there watching it. I mean, the show is very um, rated R in every way, but I was not ready for that. That I was not at all ready for <laughs> or expecting to happen. But it totally happened. So, and it clearly there hypothesis worked what they said worked and she delivered his house so yeah yeah um i i thought melva um and her response to it like yes 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 like oh you poor child like not really i mean because like there is such a to be clear i think claire is more sexually liberated than even a woman of her like original time oh yeah then like even then they wouldn't have believed that women should enjoy sexual pleasure yeah um so she's like in like claire's mentality is 2022 yeah (laughs) she was in what like the 60s or 70s 
Yeah. Originally, and now she's back in the 1700s. And um, yeah. So, I mean, poor Malva, but like also, I don't know what I'm saying she's poor about. Like the fact that she thought that like, like she had some knowledge of sexuality, but she also thought that women would never enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that it was just something that was painful. And then she, what's another word I'm trying to say? And then she was in this <laughs> awkward situation. Just, they're just sitting at the table, like casually sitting there, like. <laughs> they're doing it. I have to, I have to say though. Um, and I just, you, I understand that they're acting like especially the Jamie and Claire scenes I understand that Sam and Katrina are playing the part of Jamie and Claire and whatever but like you're still being very physically intimate regardless of the fact if you are you know falsing some parts like I know Katrina's married I but like you can't tell me like you can't tell me that you don't feel anything for each other in those moments in real life like and maybe I don't know like I feel like you almost have to to make it good like you almost because Claire and Jamie's intimacy their connection is very very there like they are very very they have fantastic chemistry with each other Mm -hmm. um I don't know. I just, I often wonder that, like, and maybe it's just me secretly loving the two of them together and wanting to ship them, even though she's married happily and just had a baby. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I think we can ship them as characters on the show and all the mm-hmm. same different lives, but I understand what you're saying. You want it to be like real, like, we want them. maybe that's just super good acting I don't know but I feel like you have to have something I do know that they said that they had hired like an intimacy coordinator um, coordinator I think and that was the relation for that was not that they weren't on fire in like the first couple seasons but I think it was related to like how are these older people going to be having intimacy right and, right um, which is kind of funny because like now someone said with like I was in one of the Olander groups. I would not be okay with my grandparents doing it, but I'm okay with these. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that totally puts it into different perspectives. I know. The yeah. part about it is, is I think like Claire and Sam have not aged as astronomically as like when we think of grandparents aging. Mm-hmm. And also like, I guess they have they're at like a technical aging standpoint. Like, what would she be like fifty, maybe? Because like, yeah. Um, yeah, Brie is older. But if it wasn't for like the way that they had kind of like developed around, but when they were back in their time when she yeah. had Brie, like realistically, people were like cat. What am I trying to say? Like rabbits. Like, yeah. How many children have Fergus and Marsley had? Like, how many children? Right. Like they should be grandparents. Right, 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 right. Yeah, they they had a lot. But like Claire and Jamie, even though they've like aged them, so to speak, and put like gray in their hair, they really don't look that much like older. So that might just Yeah, that could be that could be the the thing. What did you think of the 
um, Indian women and Jamie's situation. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't planning. I, I wasn't expecting that scene either. Um, I think I, to be honest, my favorite part of that whole scene was Ian. Ian's reaction. He's like, he's laying there. He's like, like this is hilarious, you know. Um, I thought Jamie handled it well. I, but then when, but then when Ian starts talking to them and he's, <laughs> and Jamie's like, yeah, you know, agreeing, agreeing, and then it turns out like Ian said something that didn't really make any sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was, cool. that's funny. Um. At first, I wasn't like sure if Jamie was having a dream or what. And I was yeah. like, I'm not okay with this. And then I realized it was really happening. And I was like, okay, okay, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, I'm assuming that that, like, that situation probably, like, initiated, like, him coming home and just. Kind I was of- just going to say that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely initiated their like next sexual encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which I want to say that like these are the moments that I just like. I was looking at their staircase when Jamie came home. <gasps> yes, I was looking at it. I was like, it's so dark, and like the rest of their house is like so not this luxurious on the outside, and then like mm-hmm. they have this luxurious staircase, and I'm staircase. like, these. Like, they're actually, like, trying to, like, and I mean, I guess it makes sense. They've been to, like, France and different stuff, but they're, like, actually trying to, like, make their house feel, I don't know. I was, like, this is a life that I wish for Jamie and Claire. Just um, living their best life in comfort and not having to worry about all the drama. That's All All the things. Yeah, I love that thing. I don't know why I love that. The scene when he's like running up the stairs, he gets home, he's like so excited. And yeah, I thought the same thing. Yeah. And I like the lip, he threw his coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is her yeah. name? Mrs. Bug. Mrs. Bug. Yeah. He just threw his coat at her. And it must have been like such a, um, like I'm sure it was like scripted, but also like the way he threw it at her was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right yeah. in her face type of a throw. It was funny. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like after season or after the second episode, I'm more prepared for where this season is going to go. I agree. Um, And there's a lot of different and I like truly, if you think about it, you have the American Revolution coming up. You have the issue going on between the Frasers and the Browns. You have now tom christie and that whole situation and you have what's happening with jamie being the indian agent mm-hmm. um that's four things those are four huge events and on top of all of that you have the situation going on with fergus and you have the situation with claire um doing what she has to do to get her ptsd memories mm-hmm. you know yeah um also, did you see the re- like the foreshadowing or whatever that they did for like the next episode? Maybe talk about it a little bit. I may have. Um, the big thing was like 
it was, I think it's like a episode three, like recap. The biggest thing was like the baby, I think was in the basket floating down the river. Hold on. Say that again. The baby was, which I'm assuming is the dwarf baby is in a basket floating down the river. <gasps> no, I didn't see that. <gasps> no. This has left me with a lot of questions. Who's doing this? Is this Marcelli? Is this Fergus? Um, unlikely, but it could be like a religious situation. But um, yeah, so oh, that... No. And then I think it was Roger who was rushing into the river to save it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was Ian. I don't know. It was all, it all happened. So like the baby wasn't dead, was it? Or was, I think was it was like a kind of like. Most they do that sometimes they like, if you have it back then, if you lost a baby or child, you'd put it, wrap it up, you know, and you'd send it. No, I think it was live because there was someone rushing into the river to save it. <gasps> Oh so, my god! I'm wondering sure. if Marcelli would have done that, which I wouldn't assume so. But I can't see Marcelli putting her live baby in the river. Maybe Fergus. I don't oh, know. I could I could see Fergus doing that. Yeah, maybe it's not even their baby. Maybe it's someone else's baby. But it they bode well. Uh, oh my lordy! I did not see this. I'm gonna have to go look at this after now. Yeah, I think it's just, I don't know how I saw it. I think it's just, like, after the episode it played. Um, but, yeah. And Fergus and the Dwarf Baby. I mean, that was kind of a sad moment. I also don't feel like it was very, maybe I'm judging Fergus wrong, but it doesn't seem like a very Fergus reaction. No, I agree with you. I was not expecting. It doesn't seem do true to his character. Yeah. To walk out of. I mean, I know that he's like emotionally distressed right now because yes. of everything that happened, but it doesn't seem like true to his character to be that type of father. Yes, I agree. So well, there's a lot of a lot of things. I do want to ask, since you've read the books and I have not, mm -hmm. have you encountered the Christies in the books then? Yes. And how so do you kind of know what's happening? Then. in some form um i do know like it's kind of hard to follow like okay so i think the sixth outlander book is is it a breath of snow and ashes um the books are long the books are lengthy mm -hmm. um but sometimes they don't always follow. Yeah, I think so. That's the right one. Um, yeah. Um, sometimes they don't like the the. They're they're a little more advanced ahead of time in the series than they are maybe in the TV series. If that makes sense, like. Um, yeah. They're advanced in what way? Like, like timeline-wise. Like, the, the series, the TV series, I feel, um, in terms of time, like, may not... Hold on, I'm trying to wear this in a way that makes sense. Like, I feel like more, is, more time has passed in by the sixth book than time has maybe passed in the series. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, 
Yeah, just they're like, kind of different timelines. Yeah. Um, but because I've seen and I haven't like read any of the spoilers on like the Outlander group, but I've seen like in passing comments like on threads about like what did you hate? They're like, oh, I really hate the Christies and I wish they hadn't been brought into the storyline. Yeah, they yeah. I don't like the way they played it out in the books, and I'm hoping that they'll change it in the show. Yes, they it, it they're in the books. So and I'm curious, like, is there like in the book that you books that you have read, do the Christies like leave the ridge? Like, what's the situation there? Can you give can you give me a spoiler? Um, and if the audience tune off now would be a good time if you don't want a spoiler but i want a spoiler i need to know what's happening with these okay um so in the books in the books um it gets very intense my friend i wish i could say it's better it doesn't they do some like alan the, the the son is also not well, like Melba may be the only saving grace in this family, is what I'm trying trying to say. And uh, the son, at least how they play it out in the books, does something to Melba. And um, I mean that doesn't sound good. I have no, he does he does something to the sister. And. <sighs> It's not, it's not good and blames Jamie for what happens to the sister. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do they leave the ridge? Mm -hmm. Um, eventually, eventually. Okay. Um. Because that's all I want. It gets really, it gets super intense. Like, and do you know what I'm, do you know the vibe I'm picking up and putting down here? Like, I think so. What the brother does to the sister. They are half siblings in the book. I don't know if they say that in the series, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have like vibes just off of the family. So it gets really, it gets, it gets, Oh boy. Good lord. I just um and 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 oh my god, I'm now that this is all like I'm thinking about this out loud. Something huge comes out that Tom Christie did. Oh my god, I want to like share it all, but okay, um, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I want you to share it all. Um so stuff happens with the like the Christies are it's gonna get bad. Um, but the thing happens between the brother and the sister, at least this is how the book series goes. And the brother, Alan blames Jamie Mm -hmm. for this. Um, eventually. Eventually. uh, Something happens to Malva. Oh, dear Lord. And Claire gets involved because there's a baby involved and she's trying to be the hero and save the, you know, mm-hmm. Oh, if I, the baby's involved, if you didn't catch what I was putting down. Um, and somebody finds Claire 
um, with this, with Malva, mm-hmm. after this thing has happened to her, trying to save this baby, and then they uh, accuse Claire of doing the thing that happened to Malva. Okay, what thing are we talking about? Because I was pretty sure we were t- talking about rape and incest, but now we're inc- accusing... We're talking, so rape and incest is part of this. Okay. But... Can I just can I just say the spoilers for you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay. I, I, need- um, I don't want to ruin it for you, but because it's 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 intense. So, Alan, the brother, gets Malva pregnant. Yeah. Okay, I need to know. Just like a, I mean, no victim blame here. <laughs> like because Malva definitely seems like uneducated. Like mm-hmm. where where was she at it in it? It was rape. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least how I, I got of it, but um so Alan claims that Jamie was the one that fathered this kid for Malva. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um oh wait, not Alan. Melva. Melva claims that Jamie, so she was trying to cover up her brother's doing for Oh him. my gosh. Melva is the one that goes around and says that Jamie is the one that fathered this child for to her. Okay. She ends up coming clean about who it was. Mm-hmm. And then Alan murders her. Oh. She's pregnant at when she's murdered. So Claire steps in to save this baby. Claire is found with her body and Claire is the one that gets sent to prison and um oh that's the prison hands in the opening scene credit Jamie does some things to like fix the situation um oh my gosh Tom is involved as well and then find out this is kind of like a huge thing. This is in the next book, so this may play out next season. Nova, Tom Christie, this is where it gets crazy, girl. This is where it gets good. Was the one that wrote the article saying that Claire and Jamie are gonna die in a fire. <gasps> oh! He's the one. Oh! He's the one that says this. He's the one that says this. Mm-hmm. So, yep. He mm-hmm. foretold it, like kind of like prophecy type thing, or like he. I have to think about how this happens. He's in. He was the one that wrote the notice, though. He was the one that wrote that up and I there was a reason I think why he did it and I'm trying to remember why was he hiding their identity at all like what was or was it malicious I think oh shit what was it sorry I wanna I wanna say something happens with the browns okay like the, some fire and I don't know how I have to, I'll have to go back and look, but he's involved with that. He's involved with that. 
And he was malicious towards he secretly loves Claire. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know, I know, girl. I know. I oh know. no! No! Oh my god! Yes. Um. So he. Oh, yeah. family is messed up. Yeah. So Tom loves Claire. Tom Christie does. In book seven, that's when um, this comes out that he wrote this notice that they were going to die in the fire. Um, I want to say there is a fire on Fraser's Ridge, though. Like, I, like, I want to say, but he was the one that, like, added that they died and they don't, they don't die in this fire. Um, which, like, seriously, if you think about this, that notice was why Rihanna came through the stones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she read that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And wasn't that the... No, maybe it wasn't. Wasn't that the notice that told Frank that Claire went back to Jamie. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. How did no, he find out again? Amer- because Brianna finds it after Claire's already through, and she goes back to have to tell the two of them that this is going to be coming and whatever. Right. Um, I'm trying to think what else goes on. Oh, my God. There's so much. Mind you, there's still a whole other book. I'm trying to remember how Frank knew that Claire went back to Jamie, and I thought it was like that notice. But maybe I'm because that's what you. Oh yeah, because Frank Frank found that notice. Yeah. Uh huh. Frank found that notice and found that, and then Brianna ends up finding it on Frank's desk afterwards. So this guy, this Christy guy, in theory, could be responsible for not that Claire didn't have her own dramas, and people like to hate on Frank, and Lord knows we all hate yeah. Frank. We yeah. all hate Frank's ancestor, Black Jack Randall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think there was any way Frank could move beyond knowing that Claire was going back. No, he couldn't. It spoiled his present for him. It did. It did. It did. It did, for sure. Um, But yeah, so (laughs) there's a lot that happens. (laughs) And and there's still a tenth book that's waiting to get released. Um, I think the number one thing I am most excited to learn is, and Diana Gabaldon says she'll say it in the 10th and final book. Why Jamie was there, book one, season one, first episode of season one, when Claire and Frank are in their holiday in oh, Scotland, yeah. and he's looking at her through the window. There is a reason why he's there. I believe Sam Hewen knows the reason why he's there, and the man who plays Jamie, and Brianna, or sorry, Diana, um, Gabaldon, the author of the series, the creator, is going to say why he was there in book 10. Mm. So. So. Oh, boy. There is much to come. I freaking love this series. I. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So this is the end of the Christie spoilers book recap Madison you've blown my mind 
<laughs> there's so much that goes on girl there's so much that goes on I think I'm gonna need to get a hammock out in my backyard this summer and read those books because that is just yeah um but also I need to definitely read out in the sun and sun and get my serotonin because that's just also so dark yep um so man nice well, now again this is how the books play out maybe they will play it out differently but that's what happened with the books i don't know and maybe soon they will probably play it out the same because I mean, these are huge bouts of info yeah for the most part they have followed it fairly well so yeah is the dwarf baby mentioned in the books yeah so I, think, I think so okay i have to go back and look. i believe so okay but yeah another spoiler for another time <laughs> so good so good yeah so all right if you made it this far we so appreciate you um as you can tell priscilla and i are very very into this whole outlander series thank you for listening and we're excited to see you next podcast did this resonate with you subscribe to our podcast today Talk soon. So your house next week? Yes, can't wait.